And if you're a first-time listener, do not forget, you can email me at badthoughttherapy at gmail.com if you have a question, comment, or you would like to be a guest on this show. And that, again, is badthoughttherapy at gmail.com. So tonight, I just wanted to take a few moments before I end the day to talk about faith. And I'm going to title this episode, The Workout, Life Lessons on Faith. Because I believe that faith is something that you have to work on. It's not something that you automatically have or spontaneously have just because you believe in God. You know, you have this belief that God is real. We're talking about the one who made the sun, the moon, and the planets. And you may believe in him, but having real faith is something that can be different and there are people that talk about faith all the time and they don't act on their faith so there are different levels of faith and i just want to talk about that and i hope and pray that this message is encouraging because the whole goal is to help you strengthen your faith and again it's not something you just you know you people just say things like oh just have a little faith and you got to believe and You know, that's wonderful. Sometimes a pep talk or a motivational speech can be powerful, but you need actions after you hear all that and your, your situation has not changed because you heard a motivational speech and your circumstances are not getting better because someone gave you a great word. You have to know what actions to take in order to strengthen your faith. And again, I just believe that faith is like your muscles. You know, if you don't use your muscles in your body, you experience atrophy, If you, especially if you don't use it for a long period of time. And that is when those, those the parts of your body just become, they start wasting away. Um, you really can't use them. They become so damaged that you can't even use them. And if you don't use your faith, if you don't practice faith, you really won't have any. You know, your 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 ability to create and produce is so limited because faith is about action. And you've heard that scripture a thousand times, faith without work is dead. In other words, if you believe in God and you say, I believe in him and I believe he is omnipotent, meaning he is all powerful and I know that he can work anything out, but then you don't take action then you are not practicing your faith. And there's always something spiritual that we have to do. And then there's always something in the natural we have to do. And what is very disturbing sometimes is that there are people, they just get so fixated on the spiritual part, you know, they and they believe that their faith is passive, like they're just waiting on God to do something or move. And sometimes, depending on the situation, you have you need that. But then most of the times in our lives when we're dealing with just life, and I've said this a thousand times, I read I started writing about this 20 years ago. You know, God does not change life, He changes us. So in life, there are certain experiences that every 
single human being is going to have, no matter what. It doesn't matter the person's race. It doesn't matter the person's um, uh, socioeconomic status. It does not matter how educated that person is. Every single human being goes through certain things. And an example of that is loss and gain. An example of that is sickness. Um, an example of that is having different kinds of emotions. We're not happy all the time. We're not hopefully sad all the time either. But that is some things that we go through are just a part of life. And so in order to overcome, in order to triumph over trouble, you have to have faith. Well, how do you get your, build your faith? And I just want to talk about that. And I want to deal with the action part. Because again, the spiritual realm is operating whether we know it or not. We don't see that part because that's intangible. But then there is something in the physical that God requires that we do in order to manifest the things that he is trying to manifest. So, for example, you know, people will that say you, you didn't have a job and you were looking for a job. You know, you needed a job and you need to work in order to get income. Well, you can pray for a job or you can pray for money, but it's probably an action that you have to take to make that money come. In other words, it's not just going to fall out of the sky. And one of the best sermons I heard, like this was had to be like 20 years ago, it was called God is Not a Magician. And it was by a pastor here, an older guy, and I hope he's still with us. I think his name was R.L. White. And he's a pastor in Atlanta. And I heard this message called God is not a magician. And it was just so well done. And I think sometimes we pray and then we we think, you know, suddenly or magically something is going to happen. Sometimes God can move instantaneously. But many times that's not how it happens. There is something we have to do. So let's say going back to you need a job. You have to probably apply for a job. Or you have to talk to someone who may be able to hook you up with a job and has, you know, you may have a connection, but something has to happen on your end for that thing to happen. So I want to just talk about things you can do to strengthen your faith. Most people that are probably listening believe that God is real. You know, they look up in the sky, they see the sun, they see the moon. They know man didn't make it. They know that that is not something that humans created. So they are aware that there is this great and mighty God. And God is not a gangster. He does not always force us to believe or to do what is right or wrong. God is a gentleman. He holds the door open. And we have a choice to walk into that door. We have a choice. He knocks on our door. And we have a choice to let him in. Or we have a choice to block him out or override when he is speaking to us and telling us the right way to go and we override his voice and we do whatever we think we want to do and of course there are results there are consequences to that but God is a gentleman and so when we talk about how to have greater faith the first thing you have to do this is just this is me talking again I'm not a theologian I'm not a minister I'm not some kind of religious scholar I am just a person who has a relationship with God. And that's where I want to start. To have great faith, you really have to have an intimate, personal relationship with God for yourself. 
And just like all relationships, there are things that strengthen relationships and there are things that make relationships weak. What strengthens any relationship, whether it's on this side, in the natural side, or the supernatural side, is communication. If you want to have greater faith, you have to strengthen your relationship with God. And the question is, well, how do I strengthen my relationship? You need to be talking to him and listening to him. I'm going to say that again because I don't want you to miss this. You have to talk to him and listen to him. And it has to be on a consistent, regular basis. In other words, you have to pray. You have to, you know, and prayer involves you turning off everything and tuning out everything. And you have to take some time to fellowship with God Almighty and communicate with Him. And that's simply what we call, or some people call, prayer. And and that prayer involves not just you making requests to God all the time. And I have to kiss myself sometimes. And sometimes I'm just dealing with so much. Your prayer must always, and I think it should begin with thanksgiving. And I don't think I have said that enough on this podcast. That prayer is not just you telling God about all your problems what you're going through, what you're feeling, that's beautiful because you can't, you can talk to him like you can't talk to anybody else and you don't have to worry about anything you say being repeated. You don't have to worry about being shamed or judged, but you have to also thank God. There is something about praising God and thanking him. And there's a scripture that I, you know, I've heard pastors say all the time that God inhabits the praises of his people. And there is always, always, and I can say this with absolute certainty, there is always something to praise God and thank him for. Our lives are not ever going to be perfect. And it's a good thing, really, that we don't have everything that we want. But there is so much, no matter where you are in your life, there is something to praise God and thank God for. And make sure that that is a part of your communication. Just like in the natural We want to know that people appreciate us and they value us and they don't take us for granted. I believe that God wants that too. I believe there's an element of him where he wants us to acknowledge him and he wants real fellowship with him. And we need to have thanksgiving. And yes, you can talk to God in a way that you can talk to no other human being. When you tell another human being, your deepest thoughts, or some people say your darkest thoughts, you might have to worry about being judged. You might have to worry about that being repeated. You have, might have to worry about that being misinterpreted. You don't have to worry about any of that when you talk and communicate with God. And I'm going to tell you something. The more you talk to God, the more real and close he will feel to you. Because sometimes when you are not in constant communication God will seem like he's far away and he is not reachable or touchable, but God is spiritually, he's tangible, meaning you can feel him spiritually. And some people can hear him audibly. And that's the other part of communication. It's not just you talking, it's also you listening. Let me tell you, I believe that God is trying to emit answers to us for our lives, 
he's trying to give us information that will empower us, that will give us joy and peace and love and all those good things. And he's emitting these messages, I believe, all the time. But just like in the natural, there's interference because there's noise and we're distracted. It's the same way in the spiritual realm. We must learn to get quiet, to turn off everything, to just get in a place, a comfortable place somewhere where you don't have a TV going on, you don't have a radio, you don't have people talking to you. It's a place of isolation, temporary isolation and consecration where you can just be quiet and listen to God. You know, I used to love to walk um, because of people have so many issues with dogs and pets and things like that. I don't walk it. I will have to walk in my house. It is my house is not big, but I would just walk around the wall because I have to walk sometimes. But I have learned that when I'm walking and praying, there's something special happens. And, and I don't know it's different for everybody. I do have my moments when I'm just sitting down and I'm somewhere and I'm just talking to God and I just feel like he's there. And I believe that if I can experience that, you can too. When you really go to God and you and you have a genuine desire to be close to God and you draw close to him, he will draw close to you. You will feel his presence. Just recently, I was blessed to meet a wonderful person who blessed my life beyond what I could have ever imagined. And this has happened to me throughout my life where people were just pour into me and bless me and I can get emotional thinking about it and I don't really even know them and I know that it's God and I met her my daughter was at the bank and she was opening up an account and this lady came in and we just started talking or she started talking to me and but anyway I think I lost her short after we were talking and she was sharing some of her miracles and I'm going to actually try to have her as a guest on this show but one of the things she said was that she was born with cerebral palsy she was born early, like she was born at six months, and she had some issues with her body. And she was saying one day, one or one night, she was just crying. She was just overwhelmed, and she was feeling bad and sorry for herself. And she, at that time, she didn't even know a scripture. She didn't really know much about the Bible, about God. She was just crying out to God. She just knew that He was there, and she was asking why He had made her that way. And she, according to her, she heard an audible voice to tell her a scripture to go read. And she got up, and I think it was Isaiah 45, and I think 9, but I don't want to get the wrong one. But she just got up and she read that scripture. And it was ministering to her exact situation. God will speak to you. If you talk to him, if you get quiet, you will hear him. Sometimes it may not be an audible voice. It may be that soft whisper in your heart. But to have faith in God, you have to be close to God. You have to be connected and fellowshipping with Him. And it's just like with any other person. If we're around a person and we have more experiences with the person, we can see how they are. It would determine whether or not we have trust for that person or we have distrust. The more that you fellowship with God, and you connect with him and the deeper that relationship is the more you will trust him and trusting in him is faith that's all faith is is trusting and believing 
that God is greater than anything in this world, period. So that's one way to build your faith is through prayer. The other thing is, I was talking to a guy today, and y'all know I talk about my experiences because God has just positioned me to meet so many fascinating people. And because of my business, I really have not focused on this podcast as much as I want to. And I'm praying about that. But I met a guy today and this gentleman was just talking about, you know, he he was very concerned. He was a father and he was concerned. He has two daughters. And when he started telling me his story, I realized why he was had this hyper sensitivity to his daughters and being concerned. And it was because of what had happened to his sister. When he was growing up, something happened to his sister and he was concerned. And what I told him, and I did this, I've done this a thousand times with my students. I said, if you want to have greater faith, you have to put it in you. We we cannot have anything come out of us that is not in us. And, and faith cannot come out of you in action form if you don't put in things in you to build your faith. And so I use that water bottle. If, you have, if you're listening and you're one of my former students and you remember me pouring the water out the bottle, and I would say, you know, tea is not coming out this bottle. Orange juice is not. Coca-Cola is not. You know why? Because it's not in there. And we are just like that bottle. As a vessel, nothing can come out of us if it is not in us. And so you have to, to build your faith and to have greater faith and work out those faith muscles. You have to put the right things in you daily. Every single day, I read something inspirational. If it is my Bible, if it is, I'm going to give them a shout out, and I know I'm going to do this, but I read almost every day Our Daily Bread. It's a little, let me get this short, talk about it. Our Daily Bread is a um, daily, um, you can go to ourdailybread.org, and I know I don't give shout outs, but I can tell you, I can testify this, I've been reading this for years. And what it is, is every day they give you like a little inspirational message. And it's for every single day of the year. Every um, It's is rare that I would not read and some, some uh, a daily message. And sometimes I read the same message like 20 times because it's so good. And I feel like it's speaking to me and I want to internalize it. I will read that message every single day, whether it is your Bible. Listening to something, again... It cannot come out if you don't put it in. So, you know, listening to music that is uplifting, that it, it stirs your faith and it builds your faith and it strengthens your faith. Watching something. You know, my um, now because of YouTube, you're able to watch just about any minister that you want to watch. Any minister worth his weight or her weight is going to be on YouTube. And before the pandemic, because of my schedule, I was getting a lot of my ministry from YouTube and now my pastor is on YouTube and I'm so grateful because he doesn't have any commercials and you can go right to the message and I'm talking about and I'm giving another shout out you guys Bishop Dale C. Bronner Word of Faith Family Worship Center in Osceola, Georgia you need to get some good teaching and he is a master teacher he teaches you the lesson if it gets in you 
It is the only way that it can you can be strong. And that is how you build your faith muscles. You need to listen to something that is inspirational. You need to read something that is inspirational. And I want to say something else. This is powerful for building your faith. This is critical, you guys. You got to be around people who have faith in God just like you. I can tell you that people, I heard my pastor say this years ago, and I use this all the time. People are like elevators. They will either take you up or down. And when you are, you have friends or you are connected to people who believe in God, who share their miracles, who share their testimonies, who walk by faith too, your own faith is strengthened. This, this lady that I met at the bank the other day, and I'm telling you, she blessed me beyond what I could ever imagine or think. And I'm talking about it was a physical blessing. It was not just a spiritual blessing. And I mean, she she didn't want me to say anything about it, so I'm just going to honor her. It was so huge and it was so surprising that I'm still in a sense of, oh, I keep thinking, okay, well, something is, something is going on here. It's that power. It was that big. But her miracles, we talked and she shared miracle after miracle. Basically, she was telling me how God had moved in her life. And she had all these different situations where nobody but God saved her in that situation. When you're around people like that and they're reminding reminding you of what God did for them and then you are reminded, hey, he did this for me too. You know, she was saying how, and I have to share this, this just blessed me. It gave me faith She because she was trying to strengthen my faith. She was saying how she lived in New Jersey and she wanted to move to Florida for a job and she didn't have any money. And she was, here it was the day she was supposed to move and she was trying to figure out how she was going to move. And I think she said someone called her and said, well, aren't you supposed to be moving today? To make a long story short, this guy, and I told her, I told her, I laughed. I said, I would not have even trusted this guy. This is 2004. She said the guy moved her from New Jersey to Florida and did not charge her until three months later. He told her, I will go ahead and move you. All I need you to do is pay the guys that are helping me and you can pay me later. And he literally moved her. None of her things were missing because I would not have trusted him, nor me. She He moved her and then three, and let her not pay for three months. And then three months later, he only charged her $600. This is 2004. When I tell you that think stories like that, God will do it. Today I was talking to a young lady. And I'm going, she will be on my show soon. She was saying how she was in a terrible car accident and she was pronounced dead. And she had never had a seizure in her life before, but she had a seizure. She was driving. She did you know how it happened. She had some, later she talked about why she thinks she had the seizure. She had it. She was in a terrible car accident and she was pronounced dead. And this lady was walking. She was talking. She had a little scarring on her face, but she was just as clear minded and she was giving all the glory and the praise to God. Let me tell you, when you're around that and you're hearing other people tell their testimonies and they believe in God, your faith can't do anything but be strengthened. Let me tell you. So I just want to go over and recap what we talked about. Again, I'm titling this episode, The Workout, Lessons on Faith. And I want you to know 
that faith is not something you just spontaneously have. Even if you believe in God, it take it. you have to work it out. You have to work this thing out. And so number one, it is relationship. I learned that from a guy. I was reading his book. Um, it's called, oh, I don't want to give the wrong name. It's Be Blessed. But there's, I think it's the six requirements to be blessed. Kevin McNeil. And I, his book is so interesting. I talked about his book before. And I need to start selling it again. But uh, we ran out. We sold out. But he just made me think. Sometimes I'll read a book and it'll be like, wow, you know what? I need to rethink how I'm looking at this. But basically what he reminded me of is that to have faith, you have to have relationship first. You've got to believe in the person that you say you have faith in. Faith is trusting in God. And so to trust in him, you have to have relationship in with him. And it's just like any other relationship. My daughter was set telling me, she said, Mom, I always trusted that you would do what you said you would do. I trusted you because you were consistent in doing the right thing or certain things. God is like that. The relationship that we have with him and we see that he is faithful, that he will do what he said he will do. He will rescue us. He will hear our cries. He will give us joy unspeakable. And, and it just seems like on the outside, we don't even know how we have it. When we have that relationship with him, our faith in him grows to let from one level to the next and I mean I'm telling you it just takes you higher and higher in places where you can't even imagine or think so you have to have relationship number two I talked about the fact that if you don't put it in it will not come out every single day you have to listen to something that is inspirational you need to read something that is inspirational you need it whether it's music whether it's watching a minister I, I love pastor uh, Bronner and um, sometimes again I will watch a minute a message over and over again or more than once same thing with our daily bread I just gave them a shout out um, every single day I read our daily bread these are little short inspirational messages and they're well written and they use anecdotes a lot of times and I love it anecdotes are like little short stories and they're just they're they're just it's just well written it's well put together and do you know this thing is free you basically give them a donation of any amount and they'll send it to your house and it's and you don't want in this one it's called again it's ourdailybread.org i'm giving them a shout out listen to them and last but not least because i am running out of time and i'm recording on my computer you guys is you have to be around people with faith let me tell you, when they talk about fellowshipping, I know traditionally we thought of assembling together in a church or a synagogue or in a temple. And of course, that is highly effective. But if the truth be told, when I'm going to church, I'm not talking to anybody in the church because I'm listening to the pastor. But real fellowship is like when I met that lady at the bank and we started talking and she, and then later she was telling me these amazing miracles that just strengthened my faith, took my faith. I was maybe on the eight. She took it to an 11. I'm just going to be honest. She took it past 10. You guys, that is power. This young lady today, when she shared that she had a seizure and she was pronounced dead and this young lady was walking and talking and working and had three children and, you know, her children were successful. When I tell you, being around people who believe in the creator of this universe 
it will strengthen your faith. So that is the workout. It is a workout because that's a lot to do, but you've got to be committed to working out daily. If you don't want atrophy, what I call spiritual atrophy, where if you don't lose it, use it, you will lose it. If you don't use your muscles, they won't, they won't have the same, won't be able to work the same. You have to use what you know and what you hear. And the more you do these things, the more you listen, the more you pray, the more you fellowship with people who believe too, the greater your faith will be. Well, I am Sheree Hardy, and I pray that this message bless you. I hope that you will be inspired to have greater faith by taking action to have it, because it's not just going to happen spontaneously or instantaneously, even if you believe. And I know people, and I knew people, some of them not here anymore, just talk about faith all the time, but they never took action. And really, when you take action on your faith, you will see God move in amazing ways. You take one step, he will take two. I am a witness, and I know so many other witnesses, and that's why I can tell you this with absolute certainty. Peace and abundant blessings to you. Good night.